0: Today's episode of the Natural Habitat Podcast is brought to you by PrestoDoctor.com. PrestoDoctor.com is the number one place for you to go and get your California medical marijuana card. (laughs) You go, do a video chat with a doctor online, you don't even have to go to a fucking doctor's office. You do it online. It's safe. It's convenient. Is that a didgeridoo? It is. I like it. Uh, Me too. Yeah. PrestoDoctor.com, they got didgeridoos for sale as well at PrestoDoctor.com so go there get your shit and use the code NHP to save $4.20 best
1: code you ever heard, what's that code?
0: NHP, you can use it at any website and if they don't take it then send them an email and say that you're pissed, that it's not working Yeah. also we're brought to you by NaturalHabitatPodcast.com NaturalHabitatPodcast.com is our central uh, hub for everything that we do So you can go there, you can find um, our interviews, you can find our Throwback Thursdays, you can find our Saturday matinees, and you can also find our music. We both do music, we both have music. Find it, (laughs) listen to it. (laughs) If you like music, you might wanna listen to that shit. We both do that shit, we should go get you some. Yeah, and we're also also brought to you by um, South by Southwest, which is where we are today broadcasting live so thank you for having us and uh we really appreciate the invite and let's do it let's get into it you ready
1: i'm smoking already
0: smoke you're not supposed to be smoking here man it's texas i
1: know but i got
0: it all right cool me too, too the natural habitat podcast Up, South by Southwest. What? How the fuck you doing?
1: Everybody looking real fucked up.
0: Man, this is a big ass crowd. This is our first live podcast at South by Southwest. We're happy to be here. We happy are blast. we are the Natural Habitat podcast. Um this is this is too much, man. I wanted to smoke while we did this. Me too. And we're so not we're Texas, Hold on. Hold on everybody. Just one second. We're going to talk real quick. Joey. Joey. So, I don't want to do this here. This is like way too much fucking pressure and we can't smoke. Let's, let's
1: go, let's go to the green room.
0: Yeah. I found there was a green room before on the way out here and I think that we should go in there and just kind of take everything and, uh, you know, yeah. Okay. Everybody, uh, we'll be right back. We got some technical difficulties. Just one second.
1: We'll be back. Stay awake.
0: All right. Damn. That was, that was crazy, man. I didn't (laughs) even know. I didn't even know it was going to be like that. There was a lot of cops out there.
1: Yeah. You know what's crazy is, uh, this is a huge thing, and it's still it's still a huge thing. I can't believe that South by Southwest is so big, and it's happening during the same time as uh, uh, Music Week in Miami. So it's a big week for music, you know. If you're an artist and you're not at either one of those, I don't know what the fuck you're waiting for.
0: Damn right. So we got we got invited out here for this live show, and um, you know we're gonna take advantage of it in a safe place where we can consume our medicine. And um, they said that our our California recommendations are only only apply in certain areas on private property. So
1: you're only good in Cali. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's really what they said. But there's some sort of loophole that I think we found. It's just nobody can come back here. So
1: well, if you're a Texas doctor and you want to come bless us with the power of Jesus, come hook <laughs> us up because uh, we need to be having our Rex right. Oh wait, wait, it's Texas. There is no Rex. My bad damn well fuck texas one day
0: hopefully hopefully <laughs> texas will will legalize medical marijuana
1: and oh, i got homies out there shout out to all the homies in texas
0: yeah and uh if they if they change their views on it then i'm sure that uh south by southwest will be a lot less um a lot less sketchy to go to you know what i mean because yeah. who wants to go to a music festival and not have weed
1: well i mean like everybody showed up the obamas showed up Fucking everybody showed up to this shit so far. It's a fucking huge thing. So it's definitely getting that recognition. All it needs now is a strong push for that medical marijuana movement, and it would turn into something
0: even better. Why is, I o- mean, like, why is Obama tech, there? To see Kendrick uh, Lamar? Michelle
1: Obama had to come speak and shit. All right. And then um, a, bu- a bunch of people spoke because it was like, it's not just music. It's music and art and yeah. fucking like movies and like all kinds of things. So.
0: Well, I don't know why I'm saying there because we're here. We're at it. Yeah, I'm, act, I'm acting like, like we're not there for some reason. I think it's because we're in this back room. And I think that we just need to smoke. We need to smoke real quick. We're going to do what we always do on Saturday, and that's a Saturday matinee. Um, just a couple days ago on Thursday, we went back to ancient Greece, so we figured that it would be fitting to do the film 300 uh, from the adaptation of Frank Miller's comic book, 300. And uh, Frank Miller was a gangster, man. He was like a crazy illustrator, made Sin City, 300 yeah a bunch of other shit i always
1: forget that he made sin city too
0: yeah and it has the same kind of like grittiness it's some sort of way that they film it and uh yeah some
1: kind of like comic booky way thing
0: that they do Yep. so before we get into that we're gonna get into a smoke session so everybody out there in south by southwest thank you for joining us they can hear us over the pa but we can't hear them anymore plus the Uh, crowd noise was pissing me off anyway Hold it's on, like, calm on. down. I'm going to run what what out there
1: real quick. I'm going to run out there and say something and get a crowd reaction.
0: All right, cool. You ready? I'm ready.
1: Hold on. Are you ready to rock? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Are they still all out there? They're
1: out there. It's a thing.
0: All right, cool. Well, hopefully they're all listening. You know what I mean? I and, like uh, yeah, um, uh, unfortunately, you guys out there can't smoke along. If you have some sort of vape, sneaky vape pen, or you're eating edibles, do that. Or if you're listening online, this is the time that we all smoke together. So flick your bics, snap your pics, and hashtag them NHPSmokeSesh.
1: Call that a wishing well doing my thing is 16, counting the great. you know I'm taking no losses Ain't no one coming
0: between Me and my team, like we assume clauses Everyone know that I'm doing it bigger than you could the figure So what is you waiting for? Everyone know that I got it unlocked and I ain't never stopping So what is you waiting for? Uh I'm cashin' checks made out to cash, I'm ballin', throwin' change in your lap, y'all just it fallin', they askin' who I is and who I do it for, bitches varsity, you know what we
1: doin', ho. Everybody always wanna see me take a L, but I ain't sayin' shit, I just wish you well, everybody always wanna see me take a L. Don't change and they like, call that a wishing well Varsity running shit, ain't no funny shit Anyone get it, away
0: and we punish him Anyone talking that shit and we crushing the Varsity, you already know what's up with them. Everywhere we go, we smoking the of Inhaling the smoke, blow it out the window We off that Patron, I'm on Elemental But without the peak, ain't no one as high as we Really, bro Really,
1: bro Holy shit, Jay Mm-hmm <coughs>
0: That was, uh, <coughs> that was uh, TML, Wishing Well, featuring Blackstone, which is uh, some, new, some new guy that just hopped up on the scene out of nowhere and is just making all kinds of moves.
1: What did he say? Everybody always wanted to see me take a dab, but they can't because <laughs> they're in Texas. Fuck you, Fags.
0: Yeah, it was something like that. Woo. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily, we can could, we could still smoke back here. I'm glad we figured it out. Bro. And if anybody asks, we're smoking shisha, that stuff that, uh, that you put in hookahs? Oh, yeah. <coughs> this, this reminds me, um... That flavor,
1: tobacco?
0: I heard about, uh, there was, th- there was these, these doctors <laughs> that did this study and proved that everyone has been smoking weed wrong. A majority of people have been smoking weed wrong for,
1: well, uh, uh... Lay it on them. Tell them how to do it right.
0: <coughs> yeah, did you, did you see this article anywhere?
1: I'm not sure.
0: Well, um... Apparently what they were saying was that the, uh, the parts of your body that absorb the THC are in your lungs and nothing in your trachea or windpipe or mouth will absorb it. So people take you know, the biggest hits they can, hold them in as long as you can, and that's how you get the most for your buck, you know what I mean? But actually all the smoke that's in your nasal cavity, in your mouth, in your throat, it's all being wasted because it didn't get to your lungs. So what you need to do is you need to take your hit and clear it when you're like two thirds of the way lung capacity. And with that last third, you take a big deep breath of fresh air and it acts like a plunger and pushes all all the smoke down into your lungs.
1: Besides that, you can notice that effect. That's how, that's how any, anybody who smokes smokes.
0: Yeah, you hit it and then a big breath of fresh air. It's like,
1: it just, it really, Takes away from like uh, you having to cough or quag or anything. Mm-hmm. Adding that extra air at the end is what allows you to have the whole smooth process. You know, it's like, it's like the the finisher. You know what I mean? Like you ha- you have to have that to stop you from fucking
0: yep. coughing it all back
1: up and to like to okay. kind of like seal the deal.
0: And you know, a lot of people uh, when you when you clear your bong, you know what I mean. Uh, you you kind of clear it. It goes up to your mouth and then you stop. And you just yeah. hold it in and then blow it out. <laughs> but a lot of people don't take that last air, that last breath, and apparently that does a lot. So all that smoke that's in your throat is just being wasted. And yeah. you know we didn't cheat. I agree. We didn't <laughs> It's fun to
1: play with or whatever, you know. Like I, I people love the smoke tricks and like blowing nose and fucking the French inhales and like I do that shit all the time too, you know. But uh it really does nothing for you.
0: Yeah, if you're trying to get <laughs> lit, that's the only way to do it.
1: You got mine. Well, uh, today episode, today's episode, you know by the title, is 300, so you mm-hmm. might as well jump in this bitch.
0: Damn right. As we were saying, Frank Miller schooled this shit. Yeah. And, um, you know, initially, we want to say that this was addressed in, they put out the deluxe edition of 300, and it came with a documentary that was like the making of 300, right? Mm-hmm. And it said in this documentary, right in the beginning, that this movie is not, made to be historically correct you look online and find a thousand things that are not real about you know 300 and shit and uh that's where a lot of people get confused and think that it's a dramatization yeah and it's it's from a comic book you know what i mean it's from it's from frank miller's adaptation of the spartan army that's based on a true story so based,
1: yeah so that's like it's not facts you know what i mean and that's how every good story that's based on a true story ends up, you have to actually elaborate extra and come up with these um, plots and things because you have to keep it interesting. You know, you have to hold, you have to captivate somebody's attention for that fucking amount of time. So Mm -hmm. you can't just do it off of historical facts. You can't spit facts at people all day and expect them to fucking be able to pay attention.
0: Yeah, you gotta add that flair. Yeah,
1: you -hmm. gotta have that fucking, that piece of drama.
0: Yeah, it's a pizzazz, I believe they call it, in the business. Panache, panache, yeah, Nash. What is that from? That's to- I totally remember that from something. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, this uh, this movie, fucking, I know that there was like a rigorous training thing that happened. They trained yeah. for like four months. Before- yeah, so they
1: picked uh, they picked everybody um, prehand. Like this is one of the few movies that you had to audition to be a background. Most people just go be a background. Yeah. You know what I mean? You go stand in line every day. They just pull you in. They pay you at the end of the day. Well, this one you had to be um, interviewed for because they wanted a specific body type. They wanted to make sure that you were fit and you were healthy enough for the challenge because they wanted everybody to have that fucking appearance, that scary appearance. And Gerard Butler himself said in this interview that I was watching earlier, he was talking about how he he came into the movie with that mindset, yeah, of that he was gonna be surrounded by these savages. So he wanted to fucking work as much as them and harder than them. yeah you know what I mean, he wanted to outdo them. and that's like that's a great mindset to have to do anything, you know what I mean? like if you're gonna do something, You got to crush that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck yeah. And for him just being the actor to go in there and want to work that hard and fucking to get as physically big as he was and to fucking, you know, command his, his appearance on the stage and fucking every in everything about it you know what I mean it's it's crazy dude it just shows like he's that fucking next level dude he's one of those guys that fucking just takes it all the way and and he was a great trade a great choice for the role because he fucking he really portrayed that besides the fact that the accent kind of like helped him you know what I mean like it, it just the fact that he was just like man's man you know what I mean like he was that beast and yeah. he was just gonna fucking make you feel small. Yeah, and you know? he had to be
0: and, and he had to be the role of the king. So naturally he yeah. had to be the biggest and baddest to everyone.
1: Yeah, and he wasn't. Everybody was bigger than him. So it's crazy, you know yeah. what I mean? For him to like see all these goons and wanna fucking wanna work out and match them and do better than them, you know what I mean? That's just dedication, you know, and that's like the type of shit that makes these movies as good. This movie could have easily been a flop. Yeah. And, and we're still talking about it, yep. know, like, and not only stuff.
0: and not only the movie that's what makes great actors you know what i mean actors that yeah. you know yeah. actually get into their roles research their roles like the kevin bacon thing about how he listens to the music that his character would listen to for like yeah. 6 months and yeah. you know that's it's that kind of dedication that really you know cuz you could look at an actor and you could be like i could do that like i can go out there and just pretend i'm this guy and have this conversation Hell, especially yeah. if it's like comedy you know what i mean
1: but, yeah, everybody perceives that that way. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but when you actually like look at shit like this, that people do, you know, people spend their whole lives wanting to get in shape and can't do it, and he did it in four months because he was going to do this movie.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I'm sure he was already in some semi-type of shape.
0: Yeah. But
1: because uh, the guy was a soccer player or some shit, you know. So.
0: Yeah. But. But um, just to add that regimen and fucking bump it up. Yeah. Right, and get off dedication, crazy. man. It's yeah.
1: fucking it's like All for the role. it's something, like it's how, something that lovis don't have or know? like
0: how a christian bale fucking lost yeah. like 80 pounds to play that role in the machinist and they were like worried for his health cuz he was so like skinny and yeah, malnourished no. and shit that
1: is the craziest ever done ever yeah. for for acting or anything and then he came right he came right <coughs> off of like i don't know what he did before that but he was real big Do, have you seen american psycho
0: yeah American Psycho was psychos, ripped
1: dope. in that shit, did mm-hmm. And then he was like and Batman. He was, yeah, he
0: was Batman too.
1: Yeah, and then, he, and then he fucking did that shit and lost everything, and then fucking gained everything back and did Batman again or some shit. Yeah, whatever. He was like, and then that's now, fucking crazy. That's so much to put your body through, dude. I just watched I that, that. I just
0: watched that new movie that he was in, uh, The Big Small, about the house market crash and shit.
1: Oh uh, yeah.
0: And uh, he fucking was like, you know, normal guy, like fucking big dude and he just bounces around all the time he played like some nerdy accountant and he did the role really good and also uh
1: uh, matthew mcconaughey just did that for that um movie where he had aids or whatever what movie was that i can't remember um uh, dallas something or whatever or fucking
0: yeah i do well either way that's what makes movies like 300 great <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so uh i heard this i heard this cool story about um the actual guy Leonidas that gerard yeah. butler is playing and this is one of the things that's like true out of history so he had these two brothers and i can't pronounce their names so i'm gonna call them clementine and doritos okay <laughs> so his brothers clementine and doritos uh they were older so leonidas was never expected to go to the throne you know what i mean so they put him through spartan training and spartan training lasted until you were 30 years old so he went all the way through spartan training he was one of you know very very few kings that actually did the rigorous spartan training all the kings were like you know pampered their whole lives and shit. they were like you know sons of kings so they just got to drink wine and fuck bitches all day and he actually had to go through all the training because they never thought he would make it to the throne. Well, uh fucking Clementine gets on the throne, right? And Doritos is like, I'm pissed. There's no way that my brother's going to be on the throne. Fuck this. I'm out of here. So he leaves and just goes out and exiles himself. So Clementine, the fucking... Like the shit gets attacked. They think that Clementine's crazy and he's accused of all this like insanity and shit. So he fled to exile as well. And then Leonidas took the throne because he was the only remaining heir. And that's why he was so fucking savage because he got the Spartan training. And he was a warrior, not just a king. You know what I mean?
1: This whole time that you were explaining this, I, all I could picture was fucking Danny McBride and James Franco. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, <"Clem-tine.">
1: Clementine. <laughs> and <everybody>, and, <laughs> and, <Doritos. laughs> and then one of them just leaves because he's all mad and shit. I'm, I picture Danny McBride like taking off, pouting and shit off his. He's like, fuck this. Yep. I'm going on my own quest. <laughs> Come on, Courtney. Let's fucking go. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's kind of exactly what happened. You yeah, know what I mean? Maybe that's where they took that story from, even though it was a different time.
1: <laughs> yeah, good time. Good time. Should we uh, play a clip?
0: Yeah, let's get into it.
1: All right, I'm going to play the most famous clip from movie ever. If you know what that is, sing along.
0: <laughs> this is where we hold them. This is where we fight. It's where they die! And the shield boys! Remember this day, man For it will be yours for all time.
1: Badass, dude he holy fucking,
0: fucking shit he's, Jay.
1: he's like come and get it <laughs> he threw the motherfucker it hits the dude in the chest <laughs> <and> <laughs> the guy dies and then by the time he dies they hear his voice say come and get it and shit <laughs> damn yeah. yeah that's crazy fuck yeah savages You mm-hmm. know? Imagine, imagine like, like uh,
0: that's what fuck. i was just gonna say imagine yeah. living in that time and being yeah. there, and not even being one of the main guys, be a guy like in the back, uh, and you got if your shield.
1: I was one of them in the middle, uh-huh. I'm fucking turning around and running right then. I'm yeah. like ah.
0: You I'm hear out, all this bro. noise and everyone's banging their fucking shields yeah. and shit, and you're like, okay, I guess we're doing this like a bunch of fucking animals.
1: I'm grabbing a fucking something and floating the fuck out of there, jumping in the water and floating the fuck out of there. Or like, I don't know, man. I don't know what I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know why I ever joined the military. I'm not fucking with these Spartans. You don't you have know a, what I'm saying you don't have a choice, like, I
0: don't think. I think that you are put in the Spartan army as if you're a young boy and if you're healthy, then you're put in the Spartan army. Everyone had to fight, I'm pretty sure.
1: Yeah, I'd take my chances in the woods. Or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Fuck that.
0: So uh the body count for this film was five hundred and eighty five. Damn, it's hardcore. Right? That's some heavy shit.
1: Hardcore parkour.
0: Mm-hmm. And um another
1: Yeah, they, uh, they they lied about uh like what's his name the guy who originally told the story?
0: Uh Frank or, Miller? Herodotus. No, Herodotus.
1: Oh, yeah. The you know, he says that uh he says that there was millions of Persians versus uh, like 7,000 Greeks.
0: Yeah.
1: And um and the real estimations were like 200,000. You know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but But still though, 200,000 versus 7,000, that's crazy. Yeah. You know, either way, it's a fucked up scenario, but everything was played up. It's just like, it's like every other story that's handed down over time. It gets like over embellished and it gets fucking repeated with something added to it. And like, you know what I mean? That's just like how stories are told. That's why anything that's based on a true story has that creative, like freedom to add whatever because You know what I mean? Like, it's just loosely based on a true story. It doesn't have to be factual, you know?
0: Yeah. It's a trip. So, um, yeah, even fucking, what was it, 200,000 to 7,000?
1: Yeah, that's still different. Yeah,
0: that's still a lot. That's still pretty fucking impressive, you know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you got to package it for a movie. That's how it is. I know that uh, I read this thing right in the beginning of the movie there's a conversation between this uh, this Athenian lady and a Spartan woman. And she asks, why can Spartan women speak amongst men? And <clears throat> she says, uh, because only Spartan women give birth to real men. And this is like an actual thing from uh, from some old like scripture. They knew that women of the Spartan community that have like, i I think I'm not sure, but I think that if they had given birth to like a Spartan, then they were allowed to you know eat, talk, communicate, and you know just like walk and talk amongst the men, which was unheard of at the time, so this was like the first women's rights movement
1: <laughs> yeah it's crazy, yeah
0: and uh you know if they were if they were dope enough to give them these Spartan soldiers, then they deserved just as much respect as everyone else. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, so it says that that, uh, one of the things that actually was real was the part that where the Persian warrior was telling the Spartans that their arrows would be so numerous, they would blot out the sun. And then the Spartan says, well, then we will fight in the shade. And that supposedly like a uh, actual quote from a Spartan, like with the real name and shit.
0: Yeah, that's some fucking gangster ass shit to say. Yeah,
1: and then also <laughs> they say that that one that we just watched, where they say "come and get him," they say that's supposedly supposed to be an actual quote. Also, so like these motherfuckers were gangster. They didn't give a fuck. They didn't care, <laughs> and and uh, the, you know what I mean. Like they were just gonna hold it down and fucking they were gonna die no matter what. They were ready to go. You know, they didn't give a fuck. Yeah, and that's that's like some savage ass Viking shit, or like you know what I mean, like some all the way fucking, you know, you just you you want to die for the cause, you're a real world warrior, you know, you don't give a fuck what happens. Yep, Spartans are it.
0: Fucking a man, that's some savage ass shit. Mm-hmm. So um, I also found out that a lot of the weapons from this movie were uh, recycled from old fucking films. From like a couple years before, Alexander and Troy with Brad Pitt. They just uh, got a bunch of weapons from those movies and reused them. So you can see a lot of the same shit.
1: Smart, recycle, reduce, reuse.
0: Damn right. That's what I, I would love to fucking just walk around a prop studio in Hollywood. I mean, don't they like, don't they have tours of some of them? You know what I mean?
1: Oh, Yeah. Yeah, they have, like, tour- they have tours of the movie
0: lots. Yeah, because it would be cool to just go and, like, it would be cool if you, like, knew somebody and if you could go in there and, like, fuck around with shit and, like, play with all yeah. the, like, prop guns yeah. and all the that'd swords awesome. and fucking see all the, like, bricks of cocaine and all that shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> all the, like, cool movie stuff, RPGs, that fun, yeah. that'd be dope. So uh, I guess I could just join the army, but that's no fun. I want to just go see a prop house. Everything yeah. everything that I talked about was pretty much gone. We just
1: want to go yeah, we just want to go hang out in the pro, in the prop house. We want to go fucking film our own little battles and shit. Yeah. Today on uh Natural Habitat Films.
0: <laughs> yeah. We're just going to keep breaking up we, got, it off, we got Mikey and
1: Joey pretending to shoot stuff at other stuff. Yeah, we'll we'll do like a gorilla
0: like kind of filming thing and we'll, all we need is the prop house <laughs> and a green screen and that's it. Yeah, that's it. We'll bring our own green screen. So if any prop house out there any prop manager would like to provide their warehouse to us, or if anybody out there knows a prop manager, then yeah. uh, you know, get them in contact with us and we will go there for free. And, yeah. and we're we'll doing so stuff. hard. And we will not we won't disrespect any of your stuff and we'll give it all back. So <laughs> we're not gonna we're not gonna come and uh, you know pee on your things and steal stuff. It's not us. Yeah. Maybe yeah. maybe five years ago that might have been us. But maybe not last now. Year. <laughs> last year? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> so uh, another thing that I was thinking about today before before we did this is that like in the time there was, uh, you know, uh, like a lot of savagery and the Coliseum. And all of these like crazy spectacles and people just like to watch
1: lions and bears and tigers. And yeah. Fucking-
0: and they would just rip people apart and everybody would watch it and cheer. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, we've gotten, I think, to that point again. I think that, you know, we, we all have that in us as humans, that like savage mentality from our monkey ancestors where we just want to scream and throw shit and. Uh, do it all the
1: time. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: And, uh, you know, I was watching this morning. There was, a, there was a list of or, like, a collection of the best street fights from this year's St. Patrick's Day. And it was just a bunch of people fighting. Wow. And I saw this one at, like, a subway. And it's, like, this younger girl fighting, like, an old lady. And the old lady, like, has her on the ground. And it's hitting her. And the girl's kicking her off. And she's, like, will somebody fucking help me? And there's like 30 people of all ages and you know types of people and walks of life are standing around her with their fucking cell phones out, recording it, trying to get views on their YouTube page or a bunch of people to fucking like it on their Facebook, and uh-huh. nobody helps anybody anymore. There used to be a time when you got in a fight in public, it would only go about five seconds, and then somebody would break it up. You know what I mean?
1: No, no more. It's a spectacle. It really yeah. is. You're now, right. You're absolutely right. These
0: people will watch you die. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if if someone were to stand up and start stomping on your face, like, they're going to let you do that. They're going to let that guy do that at least four times before someone intervenes.
1: I, I think it's because they're scared, too, now. I think people are pussies now and, like, are afraid to intervene because they don't want to fucking get hurt. And mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? It's not a stupid thing. It isn't. I mean, like... Intervening in things is your own preference. Is it is what it is. If you feel the need to do it, then you got to do it. Not, it's not for everybody. Some people are not capable. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean. Sometimes the wrong motherfuckers try to intervene in some shit and end up getting their own neck broke.
0: Yeah, because you you jump, you jump in to fucking stop it, and then nobody helps you. And the guy you're trying to take off is twice your size. Yeah, and, and then there's fucking, not always
1: a goon around to fucking do the right thing when you need him to, and, and nine times out of ten, I mean, like, you know, it's just situational. So, I mean, like, the wrong people definitely shouldn't try to be heroes.
0: Yeah, it's like none of those I mean. ladies had a taser that they could, like, give to someone and be like, tase this motherfucker. You yeah, know I mean? or, or like, you know, I, and that's another
1: reason why I agree with fucking the gun laws and shit. I think that motherfuckers, more people should carry guns. I think more people should protect themselves because – in the event nothing tends to happen you know what i'm saying like yeah i mean like when when you know that there's a good chance of that other person having a gun too you know that um it's it's highly likely you're not going to try anything you know what i mean like it just prevents more than the damage it does you know and i think like in any places where the records where the the shit is legal the records will show that you know where you can open carry is like fucking the crime drops. Yep. <laughs> Motherfuckers <laughs> don't want to get shot. You know what I mean? And people should be able to protect themselves. I mean, like, yeah, it's fucked up. Some people do fucked up shit with guns. Yeah, there's problems with the system, but there's always going to be.
0: Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's just a trip that, you know, it it is. I think it is a mix of fear, and it also is a mix of, like, spectacle. People like the spectacle because we're it's pushed on us online. You know what I mean? Like you I didn't. Some, I, some I of that did.
1: shit is nature, though. Like you said, you know what I mean. Like a lot of it is really that fucking fight or flight instinct. Yeah. Everybody has that shit bred into them. We are wild animals at one point. Yeah, you know. And it wasn't that fact long that ago. The fact that we're in like societies and things now it doesn't mean shit. You know, like everybody has some type of natural instinct. Everybody has some type of gut instinct. Everybody feels and and um like understands situations differently. You know and Some says jump in that pile and others say fucking get the fuck out of here. You know, (laughs) and neither one of them are wrong. You know what I mean? Like it Mm -hmm. it just, it is what it is.
0: Yeah. It's a trip, man. It's crazy. And it's like, you know, like, like I wasn't, I wasn't looking up street fight videos this morning. Like that was just like somebody shared it and it got put in my thing. And then I scrolled down and there was another one and you know like it's just part of uh it's part of our culture you know what i mean like people people don't like that shit but then part of them likes it you know what i mean i think a part of everybody watches that and gets some sort of like primal feeling to where you're like oh shit and you're like what if that was me like well that would be scary what would i do you know and then you're like i hope that guy's all right and it like brings up all these emotions and fear that you don't get when you're sitting in your house on the couch or you're sitting at your desk you don't get that fear of someone attacking you. So it replaces that because we would have that every day. If you're living out in the wilderness hunting and gathering, you're always afraid of some sort of fucking snake biting you, some sort of bear getting you, someone yeah. from another village stealing your shit.
1: Yeah. And, and it's like some real shit out there with something great. N- nature is a motherfucker.
0: Yeah. So it's like, uh, you know, I think that I, I heard this, someone made this point the other day. I forgot who it was, but, uh, They were talking about how people that have privileged lives and, you know, didn't uh, didn't really have like, you know, they had went to like a good school and lived in a good neighborhood and didn't really have to deal with like gangs or anything like that. You know what I mean? Or drugs like these people are more inclined to do things like rock climbing, skydiving, a lot of hipster shit, like building their own. Gardens and growing their own food because they're looking for some sort of hardship to connect with because they don't have one and hardship is a part of being a human being. You know what I mean?
1: yeah yeah um anybody not, who th- i mean that's like, an interesting joe, joe thing. rogan and other people talk about it all the time and that's why they push themselves to work out and like it's part of like it's part of mental health just as much as physical health you know what i mean to have to overcome yeah it's the same thing it's like it's like releasing the inner bitch in you you know what i mean it's mm-hmm. like pushing yourself past something just because you can you know what i mean and 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 it may it does make you stronger it makes you mentally sharper yeah. and you get makes all you more adept to you, fucking you get all safe
0: these. in like safe in your bubble of, like, your house and your job and you only yeah. do these certain things and you don't have any of that hardship and risk. You just have stress from your bills, which is different.
1: Yeah, that's a bitch, too, you know? Mm-hmm. Right.
0: So, and it's that's, crazy, man.
1: That's the same for everybody. Nobody can escape that besides, like, just the everyday bills, just the mundaneness of every day in general. You know? It's like nobody's happy doing the same things every day. The only people are that are the ones that fucking probably travel or like even even people that travel every day probably hate it you know what I mean so it's like there is no happy medium you just gotta be happy with what you got
0: yep. it's for sure. let's play another
1: clip <laughs>
0: we got feel off on a tangent
1: to, feel free to smoke at home
0: what the hell is that I don't know No, that's a bit of a problem that's see what rumor is. has it the Athenians have already turned you down and if those philosophers and uh, boy lovers have found that kind of...
1: Boy way, lovers? We must
0: be diplomatic. And of course, Spartans have the reputation to consider. Choose your next
1: words carefully, Danaius. They may be your last as king.
0: Conquered kings to my city steps! You insult my queen! You threaten my people with slavery and death! Oh, I've chosen my words carefully, Persian. Perhaps you should have done the same. This is blasphemy!
1: This is madness! Kick that dude off the motherfucking cliff. Throw him down that hole, wherever that hole goes. Hell yeah. Hey, now this, that you big badass. motherfucker. Uh, you big
0: fucking old fucking savage. Keegan Michael Key looking fucking giant Savage King. <laughs>
1: He's a badass. I don't know what the fuck, but yep. yeah, this shit was epic. The visuals were really epic in this movie. The backgrounds, the fucking backdrops and shit, you know, like the all the um environment it was really different looking you know it was yeah. cool though and f- it was like super intense it really helped you like helps your imagination go with it and like helps you like imagine that being a different time and really not like anything today you know and it's cool how that captured that i really like that
0: yeah um i found out that that effect was done in post-production and it's called the crush And the producer, Jerry Silver, explained it on the website that you crush the black content of the image and enhance the color saturation to change the contrast ratio of the film. So it's something about how they crush the blacks. And so the blacks are like super, super black. And then everything else is like real bright and has like a weird ratio to it. And that's the same way... It's the same kind of thing that they did with Sin City, only Sin City was black and white most of the time, but they crushed all the black. They used the same thing. And uh, Warner Brothers put out Sin City and 300. And um, Sin City came out a year before 300, and it made $74 million in the box office, and that's what they were hoping for. And then when 300 came out, it finished with just over two hundred million in the box office. Good. So, that's dope. If you were just expecting to make just short of hundred yeah, million, that's crazy. Come out way above, and you're just fucking popping bottles of Gault de Mons. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's some that's some shit mm-hmm. for sure. That's a lot. Fuck yeah, that's crazy. Especially for um, when did it come out? Two
0: thousand six.
1: Um, I bet that was a huge movie then.
0: Yeah, I remember like uh I remember all the promo for it, and it was fucking huge. I want to say that I saw it in the theaters. Yeah, yeah. I want to say that like I fucking I was. And like, it was cool. I it was like it was
1: the catalyst to the rest of these, you know, like all the 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 three hundreds. Yeah. That, it like take it takes you on this whole story throughout the fucking Greek gods and shit. It's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, it's crazy, man. Fucking so,
1: uh, one of the things, another thing that was uh, from this story, not necessarily the movie, was about, like, you know, you hear about the epic battle of Thermopylae, but there was more than one. There was a lot of them. And the most recent one was World War Two in 1941. And they set up their defenses in the same pass that was used in 480 BC and it says that the difference now is that it's a lot bigger than it was then it says at the time of the historic stand against the Persians the pass was estimated to have been no bigger than 30 meters and this is now because of silt deposit by the rivers over time and the coastline of the gulf has grown by three miles so it's like it's a huge difference than what it was, yeah. and that's crazy to see. Like that natural setting could have evolved and changed that much over that period of time—four eighty BC, two hundred, two thousand, two and a half thousand.
0: Yeah, years, You know, I remember. Uh, I remember. I went in when I went to Arizona. We went and hiked out to some like cave paintings. It's like some of the oldest like cave paintings, uh-huh. like in the United States or whatever. And we went out and looked at them and they had the same kind of... It was set up in this like uh, like a little fucking... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a, like a little uh, valley in between like two hills. Yeah. And uh, you would like walk through and there's all these cave paintings and shit up on the hills on both sides. And there's also all kinds of rocks that jut out in all different angles and it said like on the thing that they used it because there was a big giant plane in front of them and the only way to get through these mountains was without going around was through this tiny little like chasm thing and fuck i still can't think of the word and it's pissing me off that was
1: it yeah that's right it's it's chasm or chasm yeah, all or right. yeah that's
0: and uh and they would go through there and the fucking indians would ambush them and they would be all up on the hills and in the back and then they would come around and fucking Yeah, it's super smart.
1: It's like a a natural funnel.
0: Yeah, people have been doing it forever.
1: Yeah. And just fucking fucking, people over. (laughs) It's big at one side and small at the other.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and just death in the middle.
1: Yeah, it's fucked up. That's cool, though. It's cool to use your, like, back then you had to use whatever you could. You had to use your natural environment. You didn't have the luxury of fucking... Flying an unmanned drone over somewhere and dropping some fucking shit on somebody, you know, Uh then you had to fight and you had to do real shit and you had to use whatever was available to you besides just your tools at hand. If it was the ocean or whatever, you could back them up against the water so they had nowhere to go. That's a fucking plan. You know, if you had like one of those funnel... Type areas like that in Thermopylae, then that was a fucking plan. You know what I mean? If it, it just like if you had the higher ground and they had to come uphill at you, and you could easily see everybody, then that was a plan. You know what I mean? Like you had to be, you had to base everything off of your surroundings, and that was like a key element to any type of warfare, or any type of plan like that. And these guys were really smart; they knew what the fuck they were doing, and that's cool to see. Like fucking two and a half thousand years ago, they were that smart. You know. people have never been stupid I don't think and that's like a general misconception and people tend to think that nowadays we're smarter than we've ever been because of the technology and the things that we have our fingertips but nine times out of ten somebody will see a story today and not even Google it to see if it's real
0: yep they just start reposting that shit or
1: whatever it is we're all victims you know we're all victims of this shit so it's like we're not smart we're not any smarter you know if anything we're less smart we're less in tune with fucking how we used to be you know what i mean motherfuckers had their shit together because it was it was survival mode you know and nowadays it's not everything is in autopilot so it's different we're just a fucking we're just a cog in the machine now opposed to like back then you maybe you really were in charge of your own destiny you know yeah to trip right the taxes weren't like they are now i mean like I'm sure you had to pay some type of tax or whatever, but it didn't make or break you. It doesn't, it wasn't like you have to fit this mold of society. Back then, you could be anything. You could be scholars. You could be farmers. You could be fucking anything, you could, any type of spectrum. You know what I mean? Like you had to fucking basically choose your path or whatever. So it's like, it's crazy, man. It's crazy to see the differences and similarities between the time of the Spartans and the time now.
0: Right. Yeah, it would have been it would have been crazy to live back then, but it also would have been super savage and you probably would have died we would both be dead by now, probably.
1: Yeah, I was just thinking about that too, when you were talking about how they had to go until they were thirty. I was like, Yeah, that's fucking nuts. I'm Mm -hmm. sitting there thinking like how many of these motherfuckers didn't even make it out of Spartan school? Right. You know? How many kids died as kids learning to fight at a young ass age or become crippled or something? You break your leg back then? Your leg is done, son, forever. Yep. You know what I mean? You fucked something up, you fucked up. You're the gimp now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like real <laughs> shit. It's true. Real shit. There's no fucking surgery or anything. They're like, here, let's put a frog on it. Yep. Some dumb shit. Yeah.
0: You know? Or I'm gonna I'm gonna just <coughs> chop it off with my sword and then we're gonna burn it. Yeah. Everything'll be fine. And I haven't cleaned my sword in years, just so you hey, know. Yo. Fucking, it's not uh, sterile whatsoever.
1: Smoke this cow shit
0: smoke this cow shit that's fucking crazy man i don't know (laughs) Uh,
1: you never know now now i don't know
0: if i want to live in that time
1: yeah yeah (laughs) they probably didn't they i know they didn't have no good weed have you seen ancient types of weed bro it looks crap
0: yeah i have uh i've i was trying to look up like the original strain you know what i mean
1: it looks fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it does. It's just I like smoke that, I mean, weed. Fucking Jesus, nug. I want some real shit. Weed strains
0: are just like dogs. You know what I mean? Nobody wants a savage ass wolf in their house, just fucking growling <laughs> at you and chewing on your feet when you're uh-huh. sleeping. Uh-huh. But you know, eventually, you can get all these different types of dogs out of it, and that's what they did. They just kind of prettied it up. But yeah, the original weed—that'd be so horrible to just live in that time. Your leg got cut off by someone's infected ass sword it's just going all those slowly yeah. creeping up to your dick and you're, you're smoking fucking, on this nasty weed
1: you're a fucked up alcoholic because mm-hmm. you can't even drink any water no water is safe you have to drink like a fucking watered down wine or a mead or some type of alcohol because that's all you can drink you know what i'm saying like everything is fucked up if you live to your 30 it was a fucking miracle i don't know how motherfuckers uh <laughs> i don't know how anybody procreated whatsoever because How did anybody live long enough to do it? You know what I mean? Right. It's fucked up. I don't know how any of us are here anymore. Some of these time frames that people lived to were so outrageous. It's like, holy shit, Jay.
0: Yeah, we were just barely hanging on as a race.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. always. It's like we're fucking half a second away from disappearing, you know, and everything being all gone.
0: Yep. You never know. Everything might fall, and then this this podcast won't even make it out to the people. You might not even be listening to this right now. I know because there is no internet or electricity anymore.
1: I, what are we gonna do when there's no internet? How are we gonna get these podcasts out? Uh, by hand. We're gonna etch them in the rock and the stone, like the flintstones.
0: Yeah. No, we're just Tra- we're-
1: transcribe every word that we communicate.
0: We're just gonna we're gonna record them straight to vinyl, like Afro and Nightmare did. Uh-huh. And we're gonna fucking just mail them out to people
1: huh.
0: Yeah, straight to vinyl recording We'll go get that guy
1: It's a thing mm-hmm. You heard it here first
0: Yep, so uh, let's go let's, let's go say goodbye to this crowd real fast Before we All get right, out of here Alright, let's go Oh shit Everybody's gone
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, we fucked up Everybody's gone <laughs> Wait a minute, what happened? Did we like Are we abductees?
0: I don't know. I think that we might have gone too late and they Bro, and they closed it up for the night.
1: This podcast is usually only an hour long. Yeah. South by Southwest is a fucking festival. There's no way that that shit is over by now.
0: Well, maybe they just didn't. Maybe it wasn't their cup of tea. Maybe our think, crowd didn't like us.
1: I think we were abducted by aliens while uh, we were doing that episode because there's a huge time gap. You know what I mean? Yeah. The time is gone. I mean like, hold
0: on, let me look at the time We were real quick. fucking
1: raging, and now it's crickets,
0: holy shit. it's like eleven thirty at night, man. We started at four o'clock. how we've only been recording for forty eight minutes. It says it on here, so I don't know where all that time went man. I think that i I think that uh I think that we we might have been abducted, and we might we might not want to talk about it because. You know, if you let them know that you know, that's, did you hear that? No. All right. I think we need to get out of here, man. I think that South by Southwest is done. It was a bust for us and we just need to take it, chalk it off as a loss and get out of here.
1: All right. Well, let's say bye to the crickets
0: then, I guess. <laughs> say bye to the crickets then, I guess. Um, let's see. Maybe, maybe if we go back into the back room. Here, let's go back in the back room, in the All green right. room. Let's, uh, let's smoke one real fast. Do you have some music? Uh, yep. All right. Let's, have, let's do one more smoke sesh, and we'll try to use the power of the, of the natural time machine and somehow bring us back to South by Southwest, and hopefully everything will be fine.
1: All right. Let's check it.
0: What you got? Inch Nails song? All right, so now this is all about positivity and just feeling like it's going to work. We're going to step through this door and everything's going to be fine. And we're not going to look at our clocks until we get out there, okay? All right. You ready? Yep. Okay, one, Two, two three. three. South by Southwest, thank you very much. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, it was a pleasure. Thank you for coming. Right we love you guys. And, um, you know, we'll be back next year, hopefully, and weed will be legal.
1: We'll see you next time. Peace, bitches. The Natural Habitat Podcast.